Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show, heard right here on My Talk every Sunday at 10 a.m. and available to podcast and listen to anytime at mytalk1071.com. Keyword will. Here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from ClearStep Financial, Carla and Cassandra, with host Miss Shannon. Yes, thank you for joining us again for the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Miss Shannon. We are always so glad to be having you for the show. So right now I do have Cassandra with me from our mother daughter team. What's going on over there? What's going on? It is we're fully, plugging away. It's, it's November. Into swing. Yes. It's November. Oh my gosh. How happy daylight savings. I know. I you know, I like it when we fall back. That's it's, my favorite. You get an extra hour, right? I feel How incredibly cord. You know, I used it. I thought I used it well. You know, <laughs> was because, it sleeping? No, no, oh. no. But it was. Which is know, not a bad way to use it. Right. You know, I did get more sleep this week than I do historically. So I was kind of patting myself on the back for that. But I did, you know, it did feel nice to go. Well, I because you you get so used to waking up with your alarm or close to your alarm and having that pressure. So when this, since it's sprung on you, it's kind of nice to go, oh, well, now I'm just waking up a little more. I I didn't have to rush Mm -hmm. because I still had. Oh, I still had the things to do, but it gave me more time to like make tea and do this and kind (laughs) of just and go. This is how I feel like I start. And then slowly throughout the year. That extra time, it just gets, gets absorbed. It gets eroded. It? Yeah, it, yeah, you know. And so I'm like, this is what you like. And so I try to be that person. Then you're just like, life, life <laughs> just gets in the way. So everybody, enjoy your extra hour that you probably have today. That's good. And if you're one of those people that you have some old school clocks in your house, uh, go ahead and, and make sure you set those back. So that's right, all good. So yeah. you don't have a a surprising, scary moment for a time. And exactly. Then you realize, oh. Or a time warp in your house. I have some <laughs> friends that never reset any of their clocks. Oh. I'm one of those people. I like to fix them. <laughs> you I go like, around to your I go around and, yeah I'm like I will come by I'm like who like, this is a puzzle I will help figure out how to reset your clock especially old school car remember the clocks. cars I was gonna say yes. remember the cars yes. when, when people and maybe some of you some people still do right yeah um, I do I have to move mine yeah, yeah. where you have to figure out and remember how to do that it's like that thing that you're like how does that work that's again? one of those weird surprise superpowers that I have I am usually surprisingly good at figuring that out and going, well, okay, for anyone who is stuck today, drive on to figure, by my talk. Call up Miss Shannon. <laughs> and I will help you out. <laughs> we also encourage you to call and be part of the show. You can always call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Also want to remind you that securities and advisory service offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of fall, we have a little bit of time for you to go ahead and get on the calendar for that final webinar of yes. the year. Yes. Yes, coming it's coming. Up. It's actually coming. It's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. It'll be a week from tomorrow, so Monday, then November thirteenth, uh, and that's our Women in Investing webinar. So it is always a great one. A lot of popularity, a lot of right. excitement. Uh, we have a lot of fun though with it, mm-hmm. and men, men too. Mm-hmm. Men too. Men too are invited. Yes, because yes. so. you probably have a woman in your circle. You know, kind of thing. And, and, yeah. and I, you know, I, I, I always appreciate that we, you know, it is about having this information as widely spread as possible. But, you know, just to go back to the, the impetus of why you did that, there are still a lot of statistics that say women just need to get up to speed on a lot of these things for a mm-hmm. variety of reasons. So right. we encourage you to come in. And, and if this was something that you feel like there was some barrier to entry before is like, oh, it's too complicated. I haven't had time. This is a really good way for you to just kind of get your, your toes in there and get that foundation 
foundational knowledge mm -hmm. about what it's like. And then hopefully it gets to, you know, the point where you're like, wow, you know, learning more about my finances is very enjoyable. This was great. It's, it's yeah. very refreshing. <laughs> exactly. So I encourage you to go to clearstepfinancial.com. You can set up my go to the events tab and go ahead and sign up for that. Mm -hmm. So you have a few things, too, with with women in general, statistically, that um, most women are good budgeters, right? So that mm -hmm. they they look at the income and expenses in a family, and so right. they're they're pretty good at uh, budgeting that. Or if they're single, right, they they do it for themselves, mm -hmm. and um, they do that. But it's interesting because the average widow, right, if you're yes. married, is in your fifties, mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. women. A lot of them, and a lot of them choose not to remarry again. Some do, of course. But you've got a lot of single women out there, whether they're widowed, whether they're divorced, whether they're just single, that uh, maybe at the past didn't take care of the finances, but now a lot more are interested and open and uh, really do take care of their own finances. So it's, yeah. it's good. Or if it's just something you had more of an interest in. Right. There's more and more women that I think are getting... Uh, they're just feeling like it's something that they either have always wanted or have curiosity about or any of those kinds of things. It's a great place to start. Right. And uh, and if you're ready or if you want to do a complimentary consultation, that's very easy to set up, too. We still have time between now and the end of the year to do that at, by going to clearstepfinancial.com slash mytalk. And that's a, an easy way to get started with that process. We can talk virtually. We can talk at our office in Bloomington. So we have a number of options that way. I also encourage people to do it because in my particular friend group, because we are women that are late 40s, early 50s, it's a lot of the landscape has changed, it mm -hmm. seems like. And so there is just knowing what are the options and how do they work into my personal financial puzzle? Mm -hmm. Because there seems to be a lot of things when I'm reading headlines and things going you know, I, what is that and how does it relate to me? Should I be involved in it? Is it, you know, you know, there's always seems to be that new hotness that's mm -hmm. out there and you just don't want to feel like you're, you know, that you're, you're missing out. FOMO. And I think, yeah, that FOMO is real. That fear of missing <laughs> out is real. And so just being able to have somebody and go, oh no, this is what it really means. And it was, or, you know, one of the things I appreciate with the conversations I have with both of you is that you can go, oh, well, this took the place of this, or this is why they thought they needed mm -hmm. a product that does this, or mm -hmm. historically it worked this one way. And now we want to look at it a different way. And mm -hmm. so that's really good to know, oh, it's not just some magical thing that somebody came up with and I'm dumb for not knowing what it is. Right. right. And so that I think, being able to have somebody help me with those pros and cons is very yeah. a great value. So again, right. we encourage you to go to clearstepfinancial.com. Go to just you know you can go to my talk. Go ahead and set up that complimentary consultation and get some of those things demystified mm -hmm. for you. So much has changed. Mm -hmm. We were talking about that today in mm -hmm. the in the twenty plus years, and you've been an advisor longer than that. But mm -hmm. that I've even been around. Being an advisor has changed so much in the ways that what we do and how we work with clients and, and just what's out there that's even available for clients. It's, right. A lot has changed. A lot has changed. Mm -hmm. So it's it is. It's so helpful, I think, to have someone that you can go to and just don't feel bad that you don't know those things. Right. And it's a good time to reach out to us for a complimentary consultation because... Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, these are the some of the biggest months of the of the financial world where people are looking for help, looking for consultation. They're looking for information. Um, they're looking for guidance and someone to hold their hand and go through a lot of things right now. We're in unprecedented times. Right. And they more and more people need that help. 
So it's a good time to reach out. Right. And I also think it's a good time when we go into the subject matter that we're going to talk today about talk, taking advantage of a down market. Um, I remember us like starting this conversation years ago and going, well, you know, there's going to be corrections. And, and Carla, you were mentioning that we know that there's going to be dips and troughs and then peaks and all of these things going on. But how can you set yourself up to be one of the people that not to sound predatory, but can take advantage of things that are inevitable in a certain way. Right. What's the positive? Right. right. What is what are the things that you can do that could be beneficial when it seems like it's a difficult time or right. when it or one thing cuz there the cycles are good and there mm-hmm. are ways to to, to like you said to take advantage mm-hmm. of when things dip and it depends a little bit on where you're at in your journey of investing and your age and so forth or how far you might be from retirement which doesn't always have to do with an age but and so that's why we wanted to talk about some of that today because we do see right we we saw last year was mostly a difficult year mostly mm-hmm. right um this year we we've had kind of both right we've had some cycles that have been pretty positive people have seen returns um more recently it's come down again so so it's just helping people to have that perspective of feeling okay about both different cycles and what are things you can do and how can you benefit from both types of cycles. Last time we talked too about uh, different types of investing, you know, we talked about traditional investing and then we talked about alternative investing and both have their, uh, you know, pros and cons, but uh, to look at different types of investing that might be able to minimize more of the risk or right. do more preservation as well as have the ability to grow. So there's there are some alternative types of investing out there to get more information on that because um and there was a, a article just this past week I thought it was very interesting that you know you think of the millennials as people that like risk, mm-hmm. right? But, well, you think of them in that age group that you yeah, would think that, they that would. would like risk, that are okay with the markets going up and down or whatever, right? That would just invest in all growth or aggressive and just let it ride. But the research showed that they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Many of them don't like the roller coaster ride or don't like the up and down of the market. And so it's an interesting phenomenon. And maybe part of that is the baby boomers went right. through the 2000s, the 208s, where the markets went down. And that was an emotional time. Mm-hmm. And now the uh, millennial group, uh, and maybe it was part of the, they, they experienced part of that emotion through parents and through other people. But uh, well, don't. I think there's even there were a lot of them that might have started out investing because the millennials isn't I mean, that age group kind of started in right in that 81 time frame. Right. So mm-hmm. so some of them would have been entering the workforce in the early 2000s, too, when it when we had our first initial downturn of the 2000s. So right. we're going to talk about when we come back. What, depending on how far you are from retirement, what are some different ways that you can maximize and ca- and, and take advantage of down market? Maybe right. we should talk about the emotional effects of investing. I was going to ask you, what is emotional? Emotional. Imagine that. Emotions coming in. I do. I would love for us to tap into our emotions. The we psychology also, of this, investing. I also would love for everyone to be a part of the show. You can call us at 651 641 1071. We'll be right back with our friends from Clear Step Financial here on My Talk. 1071. 
Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Joined by my friends Cassandra and Carla from Clear Step Financial, reminding you that you can find this episode and previous episodes if you go to our website. Just go to MyTalk1071.com. Use that keyword health and wealth, and you can go ahead and get that information. So we're talking about some ways to take advantage of the down market today. If you have some specific questions that you would like to go ahead and get your voice into the room, we encourage you to do so. It's 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. So let's talk about if you, and this is going to, again, we're not going to talk about retirement being a certain age. Right. Because that can vary for people, right? It's whatever your specific goal is of retirement. It could be longer out than what the traditional might be. And again, traditional being around 65. But I think right. that's just really changing. 20 years ago, I think that used to be the date for most people. But I think nowadays it really depends on what you're looking for. So it could be before that. It could be after that. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's really up to you on that. So what we'll start with is if you're 20 years or more from retirement. Okay. Right. When the markets decline or it dips and that could be for a short period, it could be for a, an extended period. What are some things you could do? Well, it depends, right? Some people might do nothing. Yes. They might just do nothing. And sometimes that might be your best bet. It really depends. But if you I, have a strategy, right. just maintain the strategy that you currently have. Like if you're going by the, some of the percentages that you put out before of the amount that you should be saving and the amount that you, you go, you should be putting into um, the market. Is that what you mean? Where they're just like whatever right. your strategy is, maintain it. Possibly. So this okay. is what I'll say is that I, it's, I would still say talk to an advisor, right? Talk to whoever you trust and you want to work with. And if that's us, great. You know, you can always reach out to us at clearstepfinancial.com slash my talk if you want us to take a look at what you're doing. But for some people, it might, the, the recommendation might be stay the course. Okay. Right. Depending on where you're at, what you're doing. But part of it depends on people's, we talked about this, your emotions. Yeah. Part of it depends on that because, like we just talked about with millennials, Maybe certain millennials, for whatever reason, or certain people in general, have different comfort levels than what might be recommended from a risk standpoint based on their age. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's good for you to be honest enough with yourself and say, this is how I feel about investments, so that whoever you're talking with and working with as an advisor can help to make sure that what is recommended or what you're doing will match that. You don't want to just try and fit your emotions to your investments, right? right? You want to do it the other way around. But just know, too, again, if you're too conservative early on, that could also make it difficult to get to your retirement goals. So there's a there's a balance, and there are certainly different investment options out there that can help smooth the path a little bit better than others. Right. As we get back into that conversation, I would like for us to go to the phones. As I said, we always appreciate people calling and being part of the show. That number is 651-641-1071. So, Susan, thank you very much for your patience. What is your question for our friends at ClearStep Financial, Susan? Okay, so um, I'm working, and... Um, I have worked at um, multiple different jobs and have had um, have had have multiple 401s that I merged into my current job. Okay, um, mm-hmm. employee. Um, except there was one I had kind of forgotten about, and it's still with my other current employer. So, is there? You know, when I talked to them, they said, "Well, you can just leave it here." Are there advantages or disadvantages or pros and cons of leaving it there, or should I transfer it all into one? So 
So there's a lot of questions we have, right, to be able to answer that question. First off, Susan, how old are you? Um, well, I'm 62, but um, I don't plan on retiring until I'm like 70. Okay. So, you know, I just like to work. Yeah, 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 you yeah know, that's that good. Yeah. And, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people out there, too, that are working longer, uh, maybe even part-time. Maybe you, maybe you work somewhere, maybe you pull Social Security, maybe you don't, but you continue to work. So there's a lot of changes going on. That's a whole other uh, topic yeah. of conversation. Sure. But so at 62, so... Um, so you want you basically have about eight years or so uh, to be able to invest or save and then allow things to, um, you know, just to let them ride until you start to be able to draw Social Security benefits, whatever, at age 70. Right. So that's right. that's the game plan. So so there's two things here. Number one, is it OK to leave your old 401k somewhere? You're not watching it. Um, mm. it. That may or may not be the best place because there's some value to uh, maybe rebalancing, you know, looking at oh, the allocations okay. as you get closer to retirement. Those are all things we would look at. Uh, well, there's just very little diversification yeah. usually because typically, Susan, most 401k plans try to check all the same boxes and give you very similar types of funds. So it's it's okay. likely that you have similar types of investments in your old one as in your new one, right? So then there's just, it's not very well, it's probably not diversified that much either. Yeah, because 401ks have limits as to what they can offer. They offer, what, 25, 30 different mutual funds, some bonds, some growth, some portfolios. But there's so much more outside of a 401k that you could invest in, uh, but that's where we come into play. So I'm trying to answer your question, but without you, looking at right, it, because yeah, right. it does have to be a little general. But I at, get that. But at the same time, there's a lot of options outside of 401ks. That's why we sit down, we gather information, and we potentially help make recommendations based on some of these strategies that we work. Can with. I present this at this addition to Susan's question? Because Susan, you said that you're still working for this employer part time. Is that what you said? There's still okay, a current employer? So my current employer, yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, so let me explain a little bit further. All right, so I have a very healthy 401 with my current employer. That's a combination of a, no- a number of 401s. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm also with Schwab. I inherited uh, a, a sizable estate. And so that's being managed and invested through Schwab. Mm-hmm. So this is my, the, the, so yeah, I guess what I'm asking is, should I transfer it to Schwab or to my? Because so right now this is a third thing. Yeah, those are questions yeah. we really can't answer in great detail unless we sat yeah. down and talked and looked but at the whole picture. I think you kind of did, though, yeah. with um, how it's being invested or yeah. not being invested. So I think in a way you did answer, kind okay. of gave me some start. Yeah, perfect, so Susan. Well, if you yeah. okay, ha- if you, you. want to talk further, certainly leave your information with, with uh, the Ellie. producer, mm-hmm. with Ellie, and... We're happy to connect with you and just be able to answer more questions in greater detail. Exactly. Thank you for bringing okay. that question into yeah. the room, Susan. We Thanks appreciate for calling. it. So Thank just you. Yeah, you're welcome. To piggyback on her, um, what, what Susan was talking about is that people, she had mentioned that she combined a number of 401ks into her current one. So sometimes as you get, like she, Susan was, is 62, right? And like she talked about, she wants to retire around 70. That is a great time when you're within a 10-year window of retirement 
to sit down with an advisor and do some serious planning because there's a lot of things you can put in place Mm -hmm. within that 10 year window to really set yourself up to have confidence in your retirement and income and where is it all going to go and how is it going to work and where are you going to draw from first and setting up those buckets. So, and the other thing is, is that you can actually, you can back out 401ks that you put into your new plan. So you have a lot of flexibility with that, not the new money all the time, but once you get to be over 59 and a half, sometimes even the new money can be shifted in a 401k plan, but it's just a great time to plan because it allows you to set yourself up for retirement. And part of planning. So you you look at, as you get that close to retirement, right? You're within five, eight years and you don't know, maybe you want to retire in three years, right? There's a lot of changes that can take place with goals. And, you know, we always plan for, to be able to retire earlier, to be able to retire at a later time. But there's well, a lot of unknowns. Well, you want your plan to be flexible. Right, right. You right. want it to be flexible. So if you look at the investments in the next five to 10 years, we want what we look at and what we specialize in, we want people to be able to grow assets, but we also want them to preserve because right. we don't know what kind of market we're heading into. It could be a sideways market for many years. Should we cover more of that and including what we can do in a down market in once you're in that 10-year window when we mm-hmm. return? We also encourage you to be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. We're here with our friends from Clear Step Financial, Cassandra and Carla. As I always love to remind you, you can always go to their website, clearstepfinancial.com. Go ahead, go to slash my talk, and you can set up that complimentary consultation. Even if you're just like, I have two questions and you didn't really get mm-hmm. to cover them on the show. This is a good way to go ahead and yeah. get to start that. And you make it so accessible because you can do it in person or virtually, whatever works best with their mm-hmm. schedule. It's it's a really easy process for people. Mm-hmm. And we we don't know if, if we're going to be a good fit for you or not. And that's why we like to go through the complimentary right. consultation before there's a commitment Before on either side. We want to make sure that there's a mutual good fit. So we do encourage people to go through the consultation. There's no expectation we find that the people that we're a good fit with and vice versa, then they become clients and then right. we move forward and work with people. And if people decide, oh, it's not the right fit for me for whatever reason, we, you know, we're always here if, if in the future it becomes the right fit. So we just, we, we love to be a resource to people. But there's one more thing we wanted to add on if you're in that 20 year or more range. And that might be if there's a down market cycle, it might make sense if you have money on the sidelines to try and take advantage during that time of some of the sale price of the market, right? What does it count when we when I'm looking at my my money and I'm saying it's on the sidelines? Where would yeah. that be? Like, what does that? Right. So what do I consider just, that? Again, save checking savings, um, or maybe it's even in maybe you you were a little bit nervous last year when the markets were you know fluctuating. Maybe you put it in a money market or put it or it's in a CD or something yes. that's not invested in the general market in general. Uh, which a money market is a mutual fund, right? But but something that might not be in equities. I mean, because yes. if you have that longer duration to retirement, that's where uh, for at least some monies, it might make sense to try and pick up those market returns. So like if I have an interest bearing checking account that I'm just usually like... Usually savings. Yeah, usually. Yeah. Sometimes, no, I do. Yeah. I have an in- Yeah, that's why I bring it up. Too, yeah. So, but if it's, 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 it's better than nothing, but it's sure. really not... You know, if I don't need that much liquidity, you're saying I can, this might be a good time to put it into. 
What yeah, those, and we okay. don't run it. We don't want people to um, to to not have an emergency fund, right? right? So we look at that whole picture with people. But sometimes we find if people do have that three to six months of their expenses already in their, you know, in their checking savings somewhere that's liquid to them mm-hmm. immediately, and they have excess above and beyond that, or if they just have extra monthly that they want to start saving, that can be a great time to do it. Right. Okay. Because you're going to pick up on the 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 lower price of the market during that time. The lower market. The, the, the declines, when you have the time, that's your friend. That's your You don't like to see the balance go down, right? Yes. But it's almost like a house. If, if the value of your house goes down, but you still live there, mm-hmm. it's, do you really feel like right. you, you had a loss, right? You don't necessarily a lot of times feel that there was a loss in the value because you didn't You didn't try it. to sell it. So, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you sold it while, you, while the loss was there, then you would experience the loss. But it's similar with investments sometimes. However, it's also linear, right? So sometimes you may want to still sell and switch to a different investment because you still could be selling and buying low and it could be just a lateral move. Fair so enough. There's, anyway, there's a lot of different complexities. We but- could do a whole talk on investing over the next 20 years versus mm-hmm. 10 versus close to retirement. Well, Those I would are love to do that huge eventually. Conversations. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. partly today, right? Because the next... The next uh, kind of general population would be those people that are 10 years or less to retirement. Mm -hmm. And that's partly where Susan was when we talked about it's a great time to sit down and really do some more serious planning. Right. Because there's a number of tools and things you can put in place that if you have 10 or less years can really put you in a solid place for retirement. Right. Where you have some, you know where your income's going to come from. You know what will be reliable and predictable and you have a really good sense of that and you assign different buckets to your money and maybe some things are for a little bit down the road because you're going to, whatever you start out in retirement with income, you're likely going to need more over time because we have inflation, right? Mm -hmm. So we know that, especially in the last couple of years, how that can really eat away at your, if you have a fixed amount of money. So we want to help people too, that you have more and more over time in retirement, you know, as you need it, or at least have the ability to. Mm-hmm. So the if you're retiring again in the next five or 10 years, or if you are retired now. Uh, well, we'll get to if you're retired now. Okay, okay. <laughs> but but it's so important to the drawdowns okay. in accounts uh, really do affect people. Now, this is where that What's emotion drawdown? comes in. A drawdown is like a negative or a loss, right? Mm-hmm. You could have anywhere from 10, 15, 20% uh, loss in your accounts. Even if it's something short term and you have time on your side, again, that can be an emotional experience. Mm-hmm. So it's important to, again, match up with your risk tolerance, your time horizon, what you're comfortable with. All those key are key to being a successful Mm-hmm. Uh, investor. Right. So if you're in that 10 years or less window, some of the things that we look at with people is it may be a good time to reallocate. That might be something that might make sense. It depends. It depends on where you're at now, right? Depends on where things are situated. Sometimes what we do is we, especially in a 401k, if you, depending on what your options are, but if the majority of your funds are there and you have no other options to move them, you may want to have one allocation for the bulk of the assets. But you may do something different, a different allocation strategy with new money going in. Okay. Sometimes that might make sense for people so that you can preserve as much as possible on the overall balance, um, still have some growth, but try and preserve that without too much fluctuation as you get closer to retirement. But again, new money in, you may want to hit the highs and lows of the market to try and pick up returns that way. And and inside of a 401k, 
they've they've they do have they have options, right? Um, not as much as if you were to roll your four hundred one k out into an IRA. There you have an abundance of options that we can help uh, people with. But if you're in a four hundred one k and you can't move it, and you have you know, you, you've got the options out there. Like Cassandra said, you could actually take your your pot, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. It could be whatever the large amount is and, and preserve it. You could do a very conservative target date fund or something, you know, very conservative, but yet flexible and diversified. And just know you there's there's just know there's fees in all investments. too, Right. You OK. Know, if you don't see them, you think it's fee-less, but that's not true. OK. There, there's fees in everything. Um and then the new money can go into the market. It can go into the equity positions. It when, can go in invested dollar cost averaging on a monthly basis. Those when are, you are uh, advising people, when you look at that, I remember looking at my 401k and there were all this alphabet soup of like mm-hmm. this fund, small cap, large cap. And I didn't know mm-hmm. what any of that meant. And I was, I was picking, but I was picking the same way that I do when March Madness comes out. And I'm like, <laughs> I think I'm not, I know I've heard of this university. So how do you advise people when they're looking at each of those options or does it kind of, not necessarily matter fund to fund sometimes it, it does it definitely matters so one of the things when we go through a consultation with someone is we look at their, their 401k and there's a series of questions that we'll ask them and they may or may not all the not know the answers but then we we tell them what questions to ask to their plan administrator or the hr department or call up the 401k or we make a three-way call with them because we help people figure out first what are all your options because mm-hmm. again there's there's a number of options that you may have number one inside of your plan that we we don't have time to get into all those today we've done we've done whole shows right on 401ks right. um but that's something we go through specifically with people one on one when we do the consultation um so it's looking at what are all your options and then getting to a point where these are all your options or these are your only two options mm-hmm. right and then talking about the pros and cons of each one and then helping people to say then what might make the most sense then let's let's do this. And if at the end of the day, the only thing they can do is invest in the number of funds that are in their plan, that's where it does come down to the funds, Shannon, okay. where then we look at which funds, this all you have access to, mm-hmm. what's the best bet for you right now, in our opinion, right? We can make our recommendations, but ultimately then it's up to people of what allocation they actually choose to do in their 401k, because we're an outside advisor. We right. have no say over that plan, right? Mm-hmm. So it's up to them to make the adjustments. Yeah, we make recommendations, yep. right? We're good at yep. uh, looking at the total picture, looking at the time horizon, risk tolerance, and all of that. But um, yeah, it is up to the individual. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good to you know arm people with that information because I do remember looking at it and feeling like I was doing something because I needed to do something. Going, we'll put 25% of this and that one. <laughs> but I really didn't know the difference between right. any of them. Like even reading the gobbledygook that they sent me, I had no clue back then what right. I was doing. But I'm like, but I did something. So, <laughs> so I think it's good that you can arm them with the information and of what the the ramifications or or not right. a ramification that's too that's too dire just that there might be a strategy based upon what each one of them really could do right and sometimes you may think you're diversified because like you said yeah. people might say twenty five here twenty five exactly that, you may not be as diversified as you think you are either right. so those are some of the things we look at is let's let's really try and make sure you're in a good allocation for your comfort level your your goals your time frame all all those different pieces. And so that that's all part of having the right puzzle pieces. Yeah, and right. some people think diversification. There's all different ways of diversifying, right? You can diversify as tax taxes. That's another question. Do you put money in pre-tax or Roth after-tax money in your 401k? Again, those are all discussions we have. So you can diversify that way, but you can also diversify, you know, 
a lot of 401ks give you, uh, uh, they give you the pie chart, right? Yes. And they show you how much is in equities and bonds. So, so there's other ways to diversify that a lot of uh, 401ks don't offer. And those are the alternative space that you can pick up alternatives outside of your 401k. So those don't show up on that, right? You might think you have a mix of equities and right. bonds, but you may not have a whole lot of diversification well, yeah. there. There's different. I mean, we, we really look at diversification almost like in a 3D or 4D. It's it's a lot more complex than just on a linear playing field. And having it not just all be in one mm-hmm. fund. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, gotcha. There's levels of diversification in right. all different directions. And so we're looking at it from a very much of a bigger picture and way beyond what traditional diversification looks like. So we do want to touch on those people and those my talkers that are already retired. And we want to talk about some things that you can be doing as well and ways to be strategic with with where you're at as well. We also encourage you to be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with the Financial Health and Wealth Show with our friends from Clear Step Financial here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show with our friends from ClearStep Financial here on MyTalk 1071. I am Ms. Shannon here with Cassandra and Carla, and we've been going through some ways that you can take advantage of a down market. Also, open to taking your calls. We have a little time before we wrap up today, and that number is 651-641-1071. So, we covered 20 years out. 10 years, mm-hmm. 5 or 10 years. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're in the midst, right. what you might and, be able to do. And obviously, there are varying levels of, of closer, further to retirement, but we're doing very general uh, recommendations here. But that's where the consultations can really customize recommendations. But this is all just general. Um, so if you're retired, if you are drawing money from the market, that's a real, it's, it's like the most difficult time when the market is down to be pulling money out. Because where we talk about dollar cost averaging when you're adding money to the market and the market and when it's down, that's the the most advantageous time, right? You get it when it's the lowest price, you buy into it and then it you know goes back up over time. That's historically. So when you're pulling money out, though, and it's down that exponential, it, it just expedites the losses, right? So this is where, again, having some diverse, some real diversification where you've got money in different places can be beneficial because it can give you options then where you may want to pull from one place versus another depending on, on the market cycle that you might be in. Right. Or you may want to have a certain amount that is a base level or that might have some guarantees that, you know, sometimes annuities come into the picture and we look at, there's so many out there though, so that's such a general term yes some we recommend more than others right right because there are better and worse things for anyone another topic again another yeah because some of them seem like they were very restricted the way you were describing them really we depends, did talk about right? it least. just really yes. depends on 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 what your situation is and and some are some are more restrictive right we like to use ones that have a lot of flexibility built into them um, but anyway, so that so that's where having different pieces and having different buckets. Now, even if you're already retired, there still may be planning that you could do to help put yourself in a better position for the rest of your retirement. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's too late. Um, and even like, I, sadly, too, one of the things that I know we're both seeing is more and more widowers. Yes. So I think this year I've I've actually mm-hmm. had more clients pass away than than any other year in my in my career. Mm-hmm. And even even, uh, even it's both men and women. Well, yeah, right, you know, right. There's there, there's and that's that's a whole nother topic too yeah. because you've got 
higher death rates in the last two years. Right. Um, insurance companies, death benefits or, or death claims are seeing that. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's another topic. Right. All these other topics. So stay yeah. tuned. Make sure keep coming back. We yes. Have good we have lots of things lots to talk about. Topics. Yes. We, and, he, when, and while we are wrapping up this one, I do want to remind people, if you have a topic that you would like us to cover, we do encourage you to go to clearstepfinancial.com and you can also go ahead and ping that in there and just let us know. You can also go to mytalk1071.com. Use that keyword health and wealth and we always take suggestions if you're like oh i like that you mentioned that topic please I, that would be a mm-hmm. value so let mm-hmm. us know mm-hmm. we love we love hearing from my talkers mm-hmm. so th- if you're if you're getting closer to retirement or you're in retirement even and the market is down one thing to consider might be roth conversions okay that's something that we look at even leading up to retirement but even in retirement if the market is down or if your income might be down or or if you were widowed this year that might be something to consider, too, because a lot of times something that people don't realize is going to happen is if you're filing jointly and you were married and then all of a sudden you're going to file single next year, you could have your income all of a sudden could put you into the next higher right. tax bracket because you're filing single. So I'm working with a, a client right now where that was the case where we're going to be doing some strategic things because she has a, a window of income that next year she'll be in a higher tax bracket okay. and for, from here on out because your expenses don't get cut in half, mm-hmm. right? And so she has some extra leeway this year in the tax bracket she's in, but next year she'll be, she's going to go from the 12% to the 22%. That's mm-hmm. a big jump. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a big jump. So yeah. there's all different reasons why there may be some benefits or some major things that you could do, even small things that could help put you in a better situation, whether you're retired, whether you're in that 10 year to retirement window, whether you're 20 years or more, there are all different things that people just don't even realize could be hugely impactful in their future. Or maybe even as they're passing things on to the next generation. Right. Right. And just know too, we look at the different types of buckets, um, like Cassandra was talking about, that you may you may want to you're at retirement or you're close to retirement. Part of really having a lot of faith and trust or or feeling more secure about retirement is really knowing your budget. Mm-hmm. Know what your basic expenses are. You know we always we always have our expenses that are the basic, and then on top of that we have our uh, you know the wants minus needs. Right, our wants are the the basic uh, fixed expenses that we have, and then the or the needs, I should say, are a fixed expensive. The wants are ad- additional, yes. always like that or whatever. So we all have that budget in our mind, at least, that you have the basic and then you have the additional. So it's important to really get a good feel of, as you get closer to retirement, that will really help you to feel secure in your retirement, really having a good handle on your budget. Um, but there's different buckets in, in retirement, too. You've got the ups and downs of the market. You don't You don't want to draw from all your portfolios okay and and use that as income some of the portfolios are important to to possibly look at maybe uh just for the future or even if you're going into retirement use it down the road um, or use it for incidentals every now and then or use it for travel or you know that type of thing fair enough Um, not to use it all for income well and that's why it's good to have different buckets it gives you it gives you options it lets you be strategic, again, in different market cycles. Maybe you pull from certain accounts in different years, too, as well, just depending on market cycles. There's 
it it's so empowering, I think, when people have done some planning or then they do some planning. And then as we talk to people on an ongoing basis, then again, you can be strategic. You can be more efficient with what you've worked so hard for your whole life mm-hmm. to save. It's your it's it's your entire life savings. It is such an important thing to make sure you are doing that justice so that that can do you justice. Right, mm-hmm. right. Right. Well, as we get ready to wrap up, we have about a couple, uh, about two and a half more minutes. So as we are just overall talking about taking advantage of this down market, when we go back to the emotion and the psychology of it, how do you encourage people to go? I'm willing to make some of these changes versus it's so dire because it's down that I'm not doing anything. Like, how do we help them mitigate that feeling? What did you say? The flight or flight? The or fight, the, flight, the freeze, fall? or fawn. Yeah. Yes. I, a what I found, a yeah. Yeah. What I've found is that when people take the time to go through the process, and it might be a little uncomfortable initially, mm-hmm. but we ask all the questions. They don't have to know what questions to ask. Right. And you might have questions along the way, but we ask all the questions. You don't even have to know the answers. You don't have mm-hmm. to. We will help you with the questions you don't even know you should be asking, right? right? So we'll help you with all the questions and we'll help bring out the information that will be helpful for you to bring to the table to look at, to be able to make some confident decisions. I think I think in having the education, it just gives people the confidence to make those decisions. Right. That's part of the educational process is, you know, when you when you do when you're educated and you get some information about your own personal financial situation, you feel so much better. You feel like you can make those decisions. And you know what? Don't ever beat yourself up. You probably mm-hmm. made some very good financial decisions in the past. And so a lot of people feel they should have done this or that. But you know what? You probably made some very good ones in the past. So have some faith and trust in yourself, too, that you can make them today and in, in the future as and well. One of the things I remember you mentioned years ago, Carla, where you we were talking about that this is the natural cycle of finances. There are going to be adjustments. And this may be a more dramatic adjustment than some of the things we may have experienced before. It may be manifesting a different way, but there are things that you can do Mm -hmm. in the midst of this and to prepare for what else is coming next. Mm -hmm. Which nobody knows what it is, right? Right. Right. We can look back historically at the markets and, and historically they have gone up over time, but we've also, we have had periods where things were sideways for a time where they're, they're up, they're down, they're mm-hmm. up there. And that's how it's kind of been a little bit this year too. They're up, they're down, they're up, they're down. Um, and, but there are ways, again, it depends on where you're at in that cycle of life, in your time frame to retirement on what steps you may want to take. Yeah. It, there's a lot of, uh, uh, there's a lot, it's like a 5D chess game mm-hmm. to maneuver through and help people to get to retirement and through retirement. Maybe that's what we're doing is playing that 5D chess game. Right. Um, so remember wanna... the webinar? Yes. We got the yep. Women in Investing webinar coming up November 13th. You can register at clearstepfinancial.com slash events. You can set up a complimentary consultation with us. We love meeting my talkers. We have a lot of fun. We right. really enjoy it. Clearstepfinancial.com slash my talk. Um, or you can call. You can call 651-600-0855. Right. And we also remind you that you can get this episode and previous episodes if you go to our website. Go to mytalk1071.com. Use that keyword health and wealth.